Murder on the Music Scene has rebranded. We are now going by the name Mysterious-ish. Join us for Season 2 of Mysterious-ish, where we will be discussing conspiracy theories such as time travel and aliens. Season 2 premieres March 22nd with two new episodes. Hi everyone, Caitlin here. I just wanted to let everyone know that Erica and I are so grateful to have so much support from our listeners. Your opinions are extremely important to us and we want to improve the show in order to give you all of the content that you want to hear. We have created a survey for you to tell us what we are doing well as well as what we could improve upon. You can find this survey on our website, murderonthemusicscene.com under the support tab. This survey is completely anonymous, so please tell us how you really feel. Enjoy the show! Murder on the Music Scene contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Murder on the Music Scene, the podcast where a music educator and a music enthusiast discuss the deaths of musicians and the mysteries surrounding them. I'm Caitlin. I'm Erica. And today we are going to be discussing the death of Robert Johnson. So, um, An episode we already did. What? <laughs> we didn't already do it, I promise. I still can't. I can't. So for our listeners who have absolutely no idea what's happening right now, uh, I messaged Erica earlier last week, and I was like, hey, so are we still good to record Robert Johnson next weekend? And she goes, what? We already did that. And I said, no, we didn't. And she goes, yes, we did. I have vivid memories of recording this episode. Like, I'm reading my notes right now, and I just remember recording it. I have vivid memories. And I was like, Erica, we haven't. I swear to God, if we get to the conspiracies, and if I quote your conspiracies, I'm going to lose my shit. Do you have conspiracies? Caitlin? Caitlin. I have biography! I have biography! Erica! Because I told you we already did it! <laughs> I thought you did the conspiracy! No, because like I said, I already did this, and I was like, you told me! You told me that No. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You told me that you were having trouble finding conspiracies and then you No, I didn't. Yes, you did, and then you said you found one and you were you were gonna make it work. Dude, I've had this done for a long time. Erica! Listen, I can't tell you how concerned I am. What is going on? Because like I've had this I've had this done for a while because I even Cause like I told you, like I was like, oh yeah, I have like so much done, and like I did because I did the biography for Janis Joplin. So like, why would I do? Listen, Caitlin, I'm so sorry. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I have to go. <laughs> I have to go, dude. Swear to God, we're in a different dimension. Like I came from a different dimension, and we did the episode in that one, and that's why I have the biography. That's all I'm saying. Conspiracy within itself. There's the episode. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening to Murder <laughs> on the Music Scene. 
Should anyway, we, should we pick up where we left off or should we restart? We could just pick up where we left off. All right. Where did we leave off? Some bitch. Uh, so, um, Robert Johnson. Um, yeah. I have the biography and Erica has the conspiracy. Glad we got that figured out. We got our shit sorted out. We're good. Okay. Sorry. So, um, Robert Johnson. Didn't know who this dude was. No, me neither. Not a clue. Mm-mm. Had no freaking idea who he was. You know, it's really funny, like, reading some of the things. He definitely reminded me of uh, the Devil Went Down to Georgia song. I'm pretty sure it was actually that was actually based. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I'm going to shut up. Okay. Bye forever. <laughs> Bye forever. <laughs> Just kidding. That's your line. Okay. So, Robert Leroy Johnson. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Nope, Robert Leroy Johnson was born on May 8th, 1911 in Hazelhurst, Mississippi. Hurst? Hazelhurst. Like hazelnut, but Hazelhurst. Hurst. Hurst. Mississippi. His mother's name was Julia Dodds, which sounds very British to me. Yeah. But um, this girl had 10 kids before Robert. Ooh. Uh-huh. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Cannot Ooh, like, manifest that 10, 10. What? Yeah, that's like an angel number. I oh. think it, 10, 10, I don't know. Sorry. Oh, like 11, 11, of, and yeah. 12. Okay, got you. It I got you. made me think of it. So I was very confused of what you were saying. Sorry, but, but I'm just saying manifest it because you said 10, 10, so. Okay. Bring whatever good luck what? is coming to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. So, Julia was married to a man named Charles Dodds. Um, but that was not Robert's dad. No, no. Oh, no, no. Robert's dad name, dad, Robert's dad name, Robert's mm. dad's name mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was Noah Johnson. So you see, Charles, he, he was forced out of Hazelhurst. So, uh, he moved up to Memphis, I'm assuming Tennessee, and changed his last name to Spencer. So when Robert was three or four, him and he, he and his mom moved up to be with Charles, who changed Robert's last name to Spencer. So now he is Robert Spencer. So Robert's childhood was mostly normal. He went to school and discovered his love for music. And his older brother, Leroy. Leroy! Wait, you're telling me the older brother's name was Leroy? Mm -hmm. But is it his middle name, Leroy? Yeah. Wow, how lame. He was named after his older brother. You know what? Caleb, you know what I didn't realize what Michael Jackson did? What? You know he named both of his sons Prince. The first one, yeah, yeah. The first one is Prince Michael Jackson, right? Uh huh. And then Prince Michael Jackson the second. The you, one that's the, not. No, 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 I did. I yes, because I looked into it because so. And um, have you started watching the new American Horror Story? The American Horror Stories. What? No. Where are they? They're on Hulu. Bah! But. Paris we Jackson gotta wrap this is up. I got something to do. <laughs> but Paris Jackson is in it, right? And I was like, but like when we were watching it, you know how she's like covered in tattoos now? Like, you know, like on her, some on her hands, fingers. No? And yeah, she has like tattoos on her arms. And I saw her and I was like, man, she looks a lot like Paris Jackson. And so I looked her up. It was her. So she's in, in there. And then I started looking and then we started talking about the siblings. And Loki, do you mind? Oh, he's in a box. Goodness. And then, so I started looking it up. So the oldest is Prince, right? Right. And then the third child they is Blanket. Him, yeah, they call him Blanket. But his legal name is Prince Michael Jackson II. What the hell? Yeah. 
And this whole time, my dumbass just thought that Michael Jackson named him Blanket. Because <laughs> I th that's what I thought, that they named him full-on Blanket. I mean, they have Paris and Prince, so... Yeah, and then, because, like, I... Because Luke was like, they have... No, they have two. And I was like, no, dude, they have three. Future Caitlyn hates us. Yeah. Okay, anyway. His older brother, Leroy... Leroy... Taught him how to play guitar. <clears throat> um, around 1918, he moved back to Mississippi to be with his mother again, who had married a man named Dusty Willis. <laughs> I'm living for these. Please don't ever name your child Dusty. Anyone, ever. Dusty is like no, like a like a cat name, I like a dog it. name. Okay, but Dusty from Twister was a one. Loved I haven't seen that movie in so long. Loved him as a character. My favorite character ever. Huh? In a movie. Which one was he? <clears throat> he was the real goofy fucker. He's the one that also played in Hunger Games, and he passed away sadly. Oh, that's sad. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one of the articles that I read about Johnson said, but Johnson had already been bitten by the music bug. Ooh. Which is absolutely how it happens. I definitely was bit by the music bug as a child. That's how it happens. That's how it That's happens. how they yep. fucking get you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It said that as a child, Robert would also play what was called the diddly bow. Diddly bow. Which is a wire attached to nails that are sticking out of houses. So you use an empty bottle to change the pitch and you hit the wire with a stick. Mississippi was something else, huh? Sounds super complicated. I don't really understand. So it's a wire attached to nails that are like sticking out of houses. So you take a wire. I don't know if it's like like a like a metal wire or like a I don't know like a clothesline wire. What kind mm -hmm. of wire? Mm -hmm. And you you attach it to the nails that are sticking out of the houses. And then I understand the empty bottle because if you hold it, like if you hold the bottle on the wire closer to the top of the bottle, it's going to be a higher pitch. But if you hold it more towards the bottom of the bottle, it's going to be a lower pitch. All right. And then you hit it with a stick. So I, I don't know. That sounds very complicated. I'm not into it. All right. So as a teenager, Robert met blues musicians, Sun House and Willie Brown. Sun House, S-O-N, Sun house that's mm -hmm. that's his name mm -hmm. and willie brown yep. uh these two men would become robert's mentors um sun house said that robert was super talented on the harmonica but um not so much on the guitar <laughs> after two years of practice with a man named ike zimmerman uh robert showed tremendous improvement on the guitar and he shocked Sunhouse and Willie Brown. This led to Sunhouse stating that Robert had signed a pact with the devil in order to play the guitar better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Robert spent his teenage years performing on the streets or in front of barbershops. He would play blues, jazz, and occasionally country music on his guitar or his guitar. harmonica for tips. So he's sold his soul to the devil mm -hmm. so he could get, get good at guitar. And then he played, I'm sorry, I can't not say it like that anymore. <laughs> and then he would play on the corner, street corners or in front of barbershops so that people would give him tips. That's pretty much how being a musician works. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you go to school for it. True. Um, so when Robert ventured out of Mississippi, he would perform in blues hotspots such as Chicago, New York, Detroit, and St. Louis. Louis, St. Louis. I'm stupid. <laughs> Apparently, he would often focus his performance on one specific woman in the audience. Ooh. And um, that would very frequently get him in trouble. 
Robert often traveled with another blues musician named Johnny Shines, who said that Robert was willing to play other people's songs in conjunction with his own. So basically, if the song was going to earn him some money, he would play it. Right. Mm -hmm. Sounds also very much like musicians. Yes. So it was around this time when he married his first wife, Virginia Travis, who unfortunately passed away during childbirth. Mm -hmm. I know, but wait, it gets worse. Oh, no. Soon after that, he remarried a woman named... Coletta, I think. Coletta Craft, who also passed away during childbirth. Bro. Boy has it kind of rough. Not doing too great. Um, maybe. Oh my god. What? Maybe it's because he sold his soul to the devil so he could get good at guitar. Oh so, my. So all of his all of his wives kept dying during childbirth. Oh my god. I died. I I've died. I did it. All right. So now here's where things get a little fuzzy due to like lack of reporting because it was the 20s. So some reports said that he caught the eye of a talent scout and some said that he went to visit said talent scout. Either way, he met um, the talent scout, talent scout, good Lord, whose name was H.C. Spear. S-P-E-I-R. Spear. Like Britney Spears. Yeah. But with an I instead of an A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Hashtag free Britney. Um, yes. Who, this guy, owned a record shop in Jackson, Mississippi, and he connected Robert with a producer in San Antonio, Texas. And this is where he would record a number of his original songs, including Come On In My Kitchen, Kind Hearted Woman Blues, Crossroad Blues, and Terraplane Blues. Terraplane. Which There's sold 5,000 copies. There's a lot of blues. Mm-hmm. He was a blues man. Mm-hmm. What can I say? Okay, we have officially lost all of our s- southern listeners. They're gone. They're gone. My southern accent has turned them off. They're done. Sorry, guys. I'll stop. The next year, he would record the remainder of his repertoire in Dallas, Texas. Um, most of these pieces have become standards in the blues genre. Fun fact. His song, Love in Vain, mm-hmm. was later adapted by the Rolling Stones. <gasps> and Crossroad Blues was covered by the one and only Eric Clapton. Our boy Eric, who killed Jimi Hendrix. Shit, there's the southern accent again. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm really done. (laughs) This is is getting spicy. I really, really, really suck at all accents, Mm -hmm, but I'm pretty good at my southern accent, and I'm pretty good at my Boston accent. That's all I got. Oh, and my Minnesotan accent has been getting pretty good because of um, wine and crime my favorite podcast of all time. So some of you may be wondering, what is the importance of Robert Johnson? Well, let me tell you. Um, he, While he did use a lot of elements from other people's songs, um, because that was typically the tradition in blues music, he like pulled things from other people's songs to help you build off and write your own. He also had a bunch of his own elements that would influence future musicians as well. So the way he sang was very complex and very emotive because he used a lot of pitch inflections, uh, meaning that he didn't sing super traditionally but he added a lot of embellishments. So like his vocal tone wasn't quote unquote pretty, if that makes sense. He wasn't singing like, I don't know, like how I would sing, Mm -hmm. I guess, as a classically trained singer. He very much sang with like a rugged, rugged I'm doing my own thing type deal. Um, So he had his own very specific style of singing. He is also highly regarded for his lyricism and his guitar technique. 
Um, Robert used his guitar as a second voice rather than a background instrument for his own voice. So he would often like harmonize with his guitar and his guitar was like not just background noise. It like was a second voice in his music. All right, time to bring it down. Uh, this is murder on the music scene, uh, meaning the subject of each episode often, but not always, dies. So if you don't like that, I don't, I don't really know what you're doing here. I don't really know why you're listening to a podcast that has the word murder right in the title. But um, anyways, so uh, Robert Johnson died, shocker, on August 16th, 1938 at the age of 27. 27. Uh-huh. Boy was the first one to enter said 27 club. Was he? Uh-huh. Oh, dang. Because he died in 38 and everyone else that we've talked yeah. about has died in the 90s or right. the 60s, late 60s, early 70s. So although there was never an autopsy performed, again, with this again, can y'all just do autopsies? It's not that hard. It's because it's Illuminati. They told him not to. You no, know, you know what it probably was because this country sucks. Mm. He was a black man. True. In the late 30s. Yeah, that's true too. So that's probably why. Anyway, so there was never an autopsy, but his death certificate states that he died of syphilis. Mm-hmm. He got the syph. The syph. Got the syph and got dead. Anyways, um, so <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> he got dead. <laughs> got the syph and then got dead. Um, so... Uh, final fun fact to end my my segment here. The movie Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? You know that one? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a really long time. But I don't the, think I've ever seen it, but I know of it. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen it. It's been like, God, probably more than 10 years since I've seen it. But the character played by Chris Thomas King is very loosely based on Robert Johnson. Mm-hmm. I have that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Stealing your thunder. No, you're fine. Keep going. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Oh, there's no more. That was just it? No, that was it. He's dead. He's dead. Okay. He died. He died. <laughs> All right, Erica. Get us into some conspiracy Okay, yeah. Let's get into this conspiracy theory that I thought was a biography because it kind of sounds like a biography when you're kind of <laughs> reading it. So. <laughs> we are doing great. We're doing great. We're doing great. Everything's right. fine. So, Robinsonville, Mississippi, 1930. 19-year-old Robert Johnson was an aspiring blues artist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, one day he was hanging out at a juke joint where Delta Blues legends Son House and Willie Brown. Oh my God, is it supposed to be Son? Playing, I think. What? How I was you saying, saying Son. Son. <laughs> it's spelled like Son. It is. So Son or Oh my God, son. let's call him Son. I feel son. so bad. Know, it, it probably just, is Son. It just sounds. But two ends if it's Son. It just sounds. Son. Let's call him Son. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. He's probably rolling over in his grave right now. What <laughs> you fucking dumb bitch. I'm so sorry. Uh, the place was packed with people there, and Robert decided to pick up one of the musician's guitars and play his own stuff. Mm-hmm. Which the house was not liking it. Son House said he was just being noisy and annoying the hell out of people. <laughs> Same. Yeah, so that was kind of that was weird seeing, uh, hearing it from your perspective on how highly Son was talking about. Um, yeah, he said that he said that he sucked. Yeah, and then and then keep going. Those good things. So um, 
Some people even went up to the two musicians and begged for them to stop Robert Johnson from playing oh, more. no. The owners of the club eventually heard enough and tossed Robert out of the place. And after that, it was the last time anyone had seen or heard from Robert Johnson. For a full year. The poor guy. For a full year, Robert Johnson had disappeared from Delta. Okay? Mm-hmm. So this motherfucker left. Okay. He dipped. Dipped out. He got booed right out of town. Mm-hmm. But a year later, he came back and Son House and Willie Brown were in Banks, Mississippi playing another show. And in walked Robert Johnson with a guitar case hung over his back. House elbowed Brown and mocked Johnson calling him Little Robert. They both asked Robert if he was back to annoy everyone with his loud and awful blues. Aww. But they noticed something different about him. They said he took out his guitar saying it was a regular six string looking guitar, but it had a seventh string to it. It was something House and Brown had never seen before and it wasn't the only new thing. Johnson began playing and he had some mad skills and uni unique techniques, strumming a series of rapid fire chords that made the guitar almost sound like a piano. What? Yep, like a piano with three hands playing it, they said. They wondered how could this kid from go from like being so lousy and loud to being one of the most talented blue artists in just a year. That's kind of crazy to think about. Uh-huh. There was only one explanation for everyone. Robert Johnson has sold his devil, sold his devil. Robert Johnson had sold his soul to the devil. Mm-hmm. Why this was said is, I guess in, in the 1920s to holy African Americans, in the deep south blues was the devil's music. Right. And Robert Johnson wasn't the only one who was accused to selling his soul to the devil. There was other blues artists by the names of Tommy Johnson who came before Robert Johnson and who are not related. Not related at all. Johnson's a super common last name. Which, which, which is kind of sus, okay? The devil just must got it out for people with the last name Johnson in Mississippi. I guess so. yeah, I mean, technically fine. Robert's last name was supposed to be Spencer. Spencer, yeah. Uh, it was said Tommy went down to the crossroads, same as Robert, and had his guitar tuned by the devil. So it's just, I guess, it's just a thing where, like, I guess if you want to be famous you better take your guitar down to the crossroads where the devil is just going to tune it up for you and be like okay play this and you're going to be famous and so in the classic movie brother where art thou there's a character named none, none other than tommy johnson what and he tells his companions who he is traveling with that he sold his soul to the crossroads for some guitar skills and here's a quote from the movie oh son for that you traded your everlasting soul well, I wasn't using it, Tommy replied. <gasps> so when the same story was told about Robert Johnson, he didn't try and dispute the rumor. In fact, I think he embraced it. Of the 29 songs Johnson had released before his sudden death at the age of 27, there were Crossroad Blues, Hellhound on the Trail, Me and the Devil Blues, and Up Jump the Devil. Oh my God. So Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads. That's all I'm saying. Is that's, that? That's all I have. Oh my God. I thought that was pretty spicy. Okay, so, so that. All of those song titles on top of the differences that Son, House, and Willie Brown noticed. And the fact that both of his wives, wives? Wives. Wives. Both of his wives died. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. That's the one. That's the one. Boy sold his soul to the devil, mm -hmm. and he was famous. He got his 15 minutes of fame, and then he died. Mm -hmm. Oh my oh gosh. gosh. Yeah. Okay, but how did he, like, how did he, like, actually die? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. True. Right. But you know what? It's kind of common. If you haven't noticed, like, so far who we've talked about, they've literally just kind of almost had, like, 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Like Mia Zapata. She wasn't really... Super famous. Yeah. And then she had her little light of fame, and then... 
Mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain was only famous because Nirvana started in, I think, 91. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at my notes. But in 91, and then he was dead by 94. So he mm-hmm. had, like, three good years. But not even because Nirvana wasn't even really that famous Mm-mm. at the start. It took him a while. Mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, The Doors, The Rolling Stones, all of them. I feel like The Rolling Stones was probably the most popular <laughs> But, like, I don't know much about the Rolling Stones, so I don't even know how long he was in the Rolling Stones before he, Well, he was in, it was a couple years. Was it? Yeah, I'd have to go back and look at my notes. I don't know. But. I just just feel like the Rolling, because, like, still to this day, the Rolling Stones is still a thing. Yeah, but they obviously, like, it's still Mick Jagger. Right. In it. But it's, I think. Yeah. Don't come at me. (laughs) Yeah. Don't come at me if I'm wrong. It's Mick Jagger. But. Wow. When I just making me second guess myself yeah what he's in the rolling stones yeah mick yeah jagger. mick jagger's in the rolling stones was i don't know if he still is that's what i'm saying like i don't know if he left the rolling stones i don't think he did i don't think so either but it's mick jagger he can do whatever the hell he wants yeah you're right you're right <laughs> i mean he didn't go to brian jones funeral so he could do whatever he wants sorry i'm not he's thro- mick jagger <laughs> i'm not i'm not throwing shade i'm a little bit throwing shade Anyways. oh my god mick jagger did it killed brian jones <laughs> What? We, we said that. Oh, did we? Yeah, I think we discussed that in Brian. In oh, we could have. It's been a, it's been a while, man. It's been a long time. Listen, guys, what is time? It's irrelevant. As time is say. a social construct. It means nothing. Everything is. Yeah, dust. you should you should hear Luke's rants about time sometime. No, I think it would just confuse me. I think it would he just gets, he gets pretty passionate about it. <laughs> Luke passionate about something? What? I know. All right, so we don't know how Robert Johnson died, but how did my man Robert Johnson die? Wait, I thought you said syphilis. His, okay, but there was no autopsy. Oh, oh, you mean like they said literal. Yeah. How did Robert Johnson die? Complications of syphilis. Yeah, that's that's probably all I was going to say. He wasn't a bad looking dude. Uh-uh. Kind of funny looking, but it was the in 30s. this picture. This picture kind of creeps me out. Not gonna lie, he looks like. But like all the other pictures, Scott he Joplin. looks. Yeah, all the other pictures, he looks like a pretty good looking dude. What? Whoa! One of the questions on Google is, "What was Robert Johnson's last words?" I pray that my redeemer will come and take me to my take me from my grave. The devil. Ooh, oh my god! The startling last words of stars who died at the age of twenty-seven. Hendrix's last known words in were in an answering machine message he left for his manager and friend, Chas Chandler. He said, I need help bad, man. Um, Dude, I, I, I 100% believe that. Um, maybe I should save it for the 27th episode. <clears throat> yes, save it. Jim Morrison's mysterious death in Paris. In this picture, he looks like a pedophile. You know who he kind of reminds me of? The Great Lebowski, just shorter hair. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God. Jim Morrison's last words were, are you there, Pam? Pam, are you there? Who? That's spooky. Got goosebumps. Amy Winehouse's sad last words to her doctor. I don't want to die. Oh, that's so sad. We we didn't want you to go either, Amy. Dude, I'm, it, listen, all I'm saying is if my conspiracies are like true, I am so mad at just like, I just honestly like I feel like some people are just taking these wonderful artists away from the world a little too soon and I'm really mad about it. Yeah. And I just 
Oh my god, I can't wait for the episode. Because I got so fucking much, like, conspiracies on the 27 Club. I was trying to find a book. Oh, like, but just me generally, like, thinking about it. Whoop. Like, 100%. Like, these are, like, my conspiracies that I feel are true. Mm. Alright, well, that's all we have for you. <laughs> so... Sorry, this episode has been kind of crazy. Yeah, this was really all over the place. I'm sorry. It's all good. We figured it out. <laughs> We're doing great. Oh, God. Okay, we will see you guys um, next week for our 27 Club bonus episode. <gasps> That's next week? Yes. Don't miss it. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be freaking amazing. Bro. All right. All right. Bye. Goodbye forever. Thank you for listening to Murder on the Music Scene. Our cover art and our music and editing is done by Caitlin Anderson. Check out our website at murderonthemusicscene.com and don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Murder on the Music Scene. If you have suggestions or comments, email us at murderonthemusicscene at gmail.com. All of our episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you would like to support us, you can become a patron on Patreon. Just search Murder on the Music Scene or use the link on our website. Make sure to join us next time for another conspiracy-filled episode of Murder on the Music Scene.